B98.5's Tad Drex and Kara podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. The most terrifying thing that you've had happen on an airplane, 404-741-0985. I know Elton John's thinking his lucky stars today. He was on his private jet headed for New York and had been in the air for about an hour when the aircraft suffered some hydraulic failure oh. at 10,000 feet and had to make a U-turn and approach the coast of Ireland. So apparently when they got close to wherever airport they were going to in Ireland, the wind was so bad it was at like 80 miles an hour. They had to do three attempts to land before they could wow. finally touch that plane down. Do you guys ever do that when you're on a plane and there is a little bit of turbulence? I mean, you're whatever the feeling is, your heart skips, right? Oh my gosh! Right. Do you it then like drops into your stomach? Look at the flight attendant. That's what I always do. Like if she, if he or she's not freaking out, okay, we're all right. Well, <laughs> usually when there's turbulence, aren't the flight attendants like sitting in their like jump seats or whatever with their seat belts on right. too? So you don't really. Oh, no. see the flight attendant. Oh, I get up and go look right in their face. <laughs> Trust me, we're going to hear from several people who, what they experienced, the flight attendants were definitely oh, wow. not able to hold it together. So we'll get to that, 404-741-0985. First, we start with Holly in Atlanta. What happened to you on that plane? I was flying from Atlanta to Denver. The wind shears off the mountains can be horrible. And we were landing, and to the point that we could see the runway lights, and all of a sudden, we went completely nose up and straight <gasps> up. And everybody, like, you could have heard a pin drop inside the airplane. And once we leveled up and started to circle around, the pilot just came on and said, sorry about that, folks. If we would have continued on that course, it would have been very ugly. Uh, that's, that's the only explanation that we got. What? But when we came back in for a landing the second time, there was no noise at all. I'll bet. <laughs> and once you land, that's when the flight attendant comes on and says, yeah, please remain seated right. with your seatbelt fastened while Captain Kangaroo over here bounces <laughs> us to the 404-741-0985, the craziest thing to happen on a plane. We're talking about the craziest thing to happen on an airplane, the most insane, like we're talking engine failures and stuff like that. Terrifying. 404-741-0985. Elton John had a near miss, had to have an emergency landing. That's why we're talking about this. Peggy's in Alpharetta. I was going to visit my sister in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I had to fly to New York and take a puddle jumper to Harrisburg. So I'm on this 12-seat plane. And there's a man sitting in front of me. He pulled his tray down, opened his briefcase, and he did a little work and closed his briefcase. And he, as he closed it, he closed it too hard, and it shot to the left, went right out the window. <gasps> what? Yep. Wait. Right no out, broke the window, popped right out, and flew out the plane. And so now you're in the sky. Fortunately, we're only like 300 feet in the air. Did they turn Whoa. the plane around? No, we were almost to Harrisburg. They kept going. Did you I mean, feel were... the sensation of being sucked toward the window yeah. like they show in the movies? A little bit, yes. Don't go to the light, Peggy. Don't go to the light. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that. If you think you had it bad, think of the poor person who caught the briefcase in their head. 
I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, Drex, you were talking about the fact that flight attendants, I mean, their number one thing is no matter what's happening, remain calm, right? Yeah, yeah. You like you get a little bit of tur- turbulence, yeah, you freak out, but if the flight attendants are calm, you're you're okay. Right. Well Julian Cartersville's got a story about a flight into Atlanta where that was definitely not the case. Oh. <laughs> In fact, the reaction of the flight attendant is the funniest slash most terrifying thing <laughs> of the whole story. Talk to her next B98.5. Most terrifying thing to happen on an airplane this morning, we are lucky to have Elton John still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on his private plane coming into New York, but he had only been in the air for about an hour before the plane suffered some major failures and had to turn around, and it took three times to try and land before they could finally touch ground again. His $90 million private jet couldn't get it done. For $90 million, you should be teleported to wherever <laughs> you want. With coffee service, by the way. Uh, back to the phones. Most terrifying thing to happen on a plane. Julie in Cartersville. Took off from Providence, Rhode Island, come into Atlanta, and we heard a loud pop as the landing gear's being pulled up. About then, the motor started spitting and sputtering and backfiring. So then the stewardess comes on, and she's screaming at the top of her lungs that the motor's on fire, you need to shut the motor off, we're on fire, we're on fire. <gasps> I don't think she realizes that she's over the total airplane. <laughs> oh, oh <no>. my gosh. <laughs> she shut the engine down. We went to Boston, drank a bunch of liquor, and then came home. So my next uh, three or four trips involved Valium. <laughs> you mean Hertz rental car. <laughs> Yvonne and Villarica. Uh, we were flying our Cessna to Florida to visit a relative. Our alternator went out in midair at night. We had no lights, no radio, had to hand crank the landing gear down. Nobody knew we were at the airport. We landed at the wrong airport. Nobody knew we were there. This was your plane? Yes, it was our plane. And the bad thing is, is once we turned off the main runway, because I found it, I I told him, I said, honey, there's an open hangar. We can get help. We got off the runway and a jet went coming right behind us. Oh my oh gosh. gosh. I, I said, Can I drive home? Can I rent a car and drive me home? <laughs> <laughs> he said, No, you got to get back on in a week and fly back. <laughs> Who was the pilot? My husband. It was our plane. You mean your ex husband? Yeah. <laughs> Keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what? Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters 726. Rain chances through midday with a high of 74. 64 now. It's up, Kara. You know, sometimes you just want your neighbors to mind their own dang business. <laughs> but one Gwinnett County family is thanking their lucky stars for their neighbors for their quick action. A massive fire broke out on a home in Mephesto Circle. Smoke was pouring out of the doors and windows. And a couple of neighbors realized there was an older man that lived in the home and he was trapped on the second oh floor. Boy. So his son was desperately trying to get his father to safety and had thrown a ladder up to the window. But he needed help getting his dad out of the window and down the ladder. So that's when these two neighbors that had originally spotted the fire jumped in to help. They pulled the slightly unconscious and burned man out of the house just as firefighters were arriving, saving his life. So I guess you can thank your lucky stars for some of those nosy neighbors. Right. If you were born over in the 90s, 
You might want to have the tissues ready because this will make you a little misty-eyed. The final episode of Arthur recently aired Aww. on PBS. Aww. The classic cartoon followed the adventures of an eight-year-old aardvark and his buddies. And even though he was kind of annoying, he actually taught millions of kids about <laughs> kindness, inclusion, and empathy. So this was the longest-running animated kids series in the U.S., going for 25 years. Nice. The final episode showed where all of the favorite characters ended up as adults. It was kind of cool. PBS did did say that there will be a, some new Arthur content coming soon, including a podcast and digital shorts, but the long-running show is over. Nobody wants to ask the question why, if it ran for 25 years, Arthur was always eight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, have you seen this Tinder Swindler story? It just continues to get more and more odd. 50 million people have watched this Netflix show already. It follows the crazy story of three women who met a man on Tinder and were taken for hundreds of thousands wow. of dollars. So his name is Simon Laviv, and he recently broke his silence because he wants to clear his name. He was interviewed by Inside Edition, and when he was asked if he felt bad about anything that happened, he continued to deny completely that he had done anything wrong. I feel bad for something that I didn't done. No, I feel bad for what had ever happened to myself. I want to <laughs> clear my name. I want to say to the world, this is not true. How do you fund your lavish lifestyle? I'm a legit businessman. You know, I bought uh, Bitcoin in 2011, which it was nothing. I don't need to say how much it's worth now. I think it's pretty rich that he keeps denying that he did anything wrong when there's so much evidence on video and audio and everything else of him actually scamming these women. When the women figured out that he was scamming them, he was desperate to figure out how he was going to continue funding his lifestyle. Yes. He was living on a mattress. Yeah, in, some... in a hostel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how's that Bitcoin working out know, here, right? right buddy? <laughs> It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. So let me try to understand this, Danny. You want to ask Christina for forgiveness for ruining a date that Christina was on. Who, yes, who's I Christina do. to you? She's uh, one of my best friends from um, junior high. It's his little sister. Um, okay. We kind of just grew up together, and I just I feel horrible about it. So you ruined um, the date? Was it, was it like an important date for her? Yeah, it definitely. It, I think it definitely was because we went a few days without talking. I finally spoke with her. She was pretty upset and accused me of ruining the uh, date of her dreams. Um, you know. How did so, you yeah, ruin like, this date? What happened? Like, how did you even get involved? I was sitting at a red light um, on Druid Hills Road, and I look over and. I had a restaurant parking lot and I see her car and I thought it was the, the oddest thing because she lives in Kennesaw. So okay. I just went in to see if everything was okay. Cause I thought it very odd of her to be out of the area. Yeah, and she was 30 um, miles away from her house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just went in to check and see if everything was okay. You know, that's friend's little sister. So you worried that she was so far away from home and yeah, just, you knew that you she wanted had to something check, to make eat. sure she was good. <laughs> okay. You weren't just hungry, yeah. So so you pop yeah. into the restaurant and she's on a date and you, you, you yeah. don't you don't leave apparently. I didn't want to impose. I just I walked up and, you know, tried to, you know, just hey, you know, oh, you're on a date kind of thing and then the guy that she was with, "Whoa, why don't you join us for a drink?" and one drink led to two. Oh, and then gosh. that led to me actually sitting down, you know. I uh started telling embarrassing stories from oh. Oh. Around the first few years I met her, because she's obviously a little younger than me oh, and her no. her brother, so um, 
Yeah, and she was she was kind of mortified. She looked she looked at me about halfway through it, and I could tell that I I kind of screwed up really really bad. Okay, what has uh, happened since then? You all uh, hopefully uh, Ubered home, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. A couple of days went by, and she wouldn't respond to any of my texts. And when she finally did, she blamed me for screwing up a possible relationship with the man of her dreams, I believe this was the exact quote. Oh, so man. she was really into this guy. I feel really bad, and I'd like to reach out because I would just a stupid, overprotective kind of big brother, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, why don't we give it a second? We'll get Christina on the phone here, and we'll see if we can get her to forgive you. It's, I would like to know what the status is with this guy. Me too. <laughs> you goofed, and now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Danny saw his best friend's little sister at a restaurant while she was out on a date. He would have walked away, but the date invited him to join them. There were drinks, stories, and now he says she's furious with him for ruining the date with who she calls the man of her dreams. Danny, we're going to try to work this out with Christina. She doesn't know you're on the line with us. Sit tight here. Hello? Good morning, Christina. Yes? This is Tad Drex and Kara at B98.5. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. We uh, just want to reach out. We understand you had a uh, date kind of go sideways over the weekend. Oh, my God. It was so embarrassing. What went wrong? Like, what happened? Um, My brother's best friend showed up at the restaurant, and it was just like, oh, hey, didn't see you. I'll join you. And it was like, what's really weird is this is the third time this has happened in, like, six months. He just randomly shows up. He has this, like, spidey sense to find the restaurant that I'm at. Like, I don't know if he's stalking me or what. what? That's weird. Like, once happens, like, it's a coincidence, whatever, but, like, this was the third time. Right. But this time he sat down with us and, like, dragged over a chair, orders food and drinks, and, like, just talks to my date like he's supposed to be it's there. And date crasher. Like, I know him from, like, middle school, so he's telling stories about middle school. So you didn't give him, like, a little kick under the table and, like, <laughs> a get yeah. out of here, dude? I mean, it was staring at him. I was, like, shocked, you know? But, but it's the third time. We've got to figure out why. Well, fortunately, we can get to the bottom of this. Christina, we want to let you know this is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. And Danny, okay. your brother's best friend, is also on the phone with us right now oh, because no. he wanted to ask forgiveness. But first of all, Danny, are you stalking yeah. Christina? You no, only told us about ridiculous. this one time. So I just thought it was strange to see your car on Druid Hills when you live in Kennesaw. That's like well, 30, you know what? Miles. I thought it was strange that you randomly showed up at two restaurants I go to in Kennesaw when you live in Druid Hills. I would say just a nutty coincidence. No. Huh. No. Uh, there, it's more than that for I, sure. I got. I got to ask Christina. Do you have an iPhone? I do. Do you have the Find My iPhone app on it? Yeah. Where are you going with this? Um, so open the Find My iPhone app and then click on your okay. devices, and I want you to tell me what you see in, in your device list. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, oh, my God. Why is there an AirTag connected to my phone? Oh, I knew. Wait, <gasps> Danny, are you tracking Christina using Find My Phone uh, or this, what is it, The AirTag. AirTags, yeah. It's like Apple's new, like, tracking little... Thing. Don't you remember oh my, my husband God. put one in my purse and was tracking me and I didn't know where it came from? Okay. Yeah. I told Christina's brother he moved about a year ago and he just asked me to keep an eye on her. I mean, 
Christina, you know you have a horrible taste in men. And oh, my God. That doesn't it. give you the right and to whack me. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, more like keep an eye on you and make sure you're Here, not. I don't need your help. I don't need my brother's help. This is insane. Where is the tracker on my car? Wait, does the brother know about the tracking device? Or did the brother just say, keep an eye on her, and you took it seriously? I think I maybe took it a little too serious. What? Oh, my gosh. He told you, keep an eye out for my sister, and you placed a tracking device on her? Yeah, I did. (laughs) So we got to ask, Christina, Danny called Mm -hmm. because he wanted to ask your forgiveness for ruining the date of your dreams. He hasn't asked me for anything yet. Do you forgive him? Absolutely not. Well, that question was rhetorical. (laughs) Christina, I could see that you're about to go to the grocery store now, so we'll let you go. Tad. (laughs) On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Caroline sent her friend a really nice baby shower gift, and her friend sent it back. Oh, gosh. Now she's worried something's wrong and hasn't been able to get in touch with her friend to find out if everything is okay. We will help her figure all that out tomorrow on Forgive and Forget, 7 o'clock Thursday. Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Sponsored by RS Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. It's Michaela in Hampton. Hello. Could you please kick Kara out of the studio? Get out of here, Kara. I'm gone, Michaela. Good luck. Thank you. Kara's going to step out while we ask you these five pop culture trivia questions. Then we'll bring Kara back in. We'll ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she's going to have to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready, Michaela? I'm so ready. Question number one. Construction on the Obama's three-acre estate in Hawaii is now complete. What's the name of the agency responsible for protecting former and current presidents? Um, They wear the black suits with the earpiece? Oh, CIA. Number two, lawyers for Prince Harry say he doesn't feel safe bringing his children to visit England. What's Harry's wife's name? Megan. Number three, transportation officials say the completion of the 4285 construction project are going to be delayed another year. What Atlanta neighborhood does 400 start in? Um, I... All right. Number four, with spring break right around the corner, a travel expert says never stay on the first floor of a hotel. What's the name of the profession of someone who helps bring your bags to your room? What do they call that person? Uh, bag boy? (laughs) Number five, we don't talk about Bruno's now Eclipse, Let It Go is Disney's biggest song of all time. Who voices Bruno in the Encanto movie? Or Encanto? Uh, uh, I know this. All right, let's bring Kara um, back. All right, we got to move on. Listen, we have nice consolation prizes. Yeah, and Michaela's going to get it because she struggled <laughs> big time. It's all cut. You know, you don't have to throw the game, Michaela. We'll still give you the train tickets. (laughs) All right, ready, Kara, for the same questions? I'm ready. Number one, the Obama's three-acre estate in Hawaii is now complete. They just built that. What's the name of the agency that's responsible for protecting former and current presidents? 
the Secret Service. Michaela said the CIA. All right, Kara's up one to nothing. Question two. Lawyers for Prince Harry say he doesn't feel safe bringing his children to visit England. What's Harry's wife's name? Megan. Yeah, that's what Michaela said. You're on the board. It's two to one. Number three. Transportation officials say the completion of the 485 construction project are going to be delayed another year. What Atlanta neighborhood does 400 start in? Uh... Brookhaven? Buckhead? Come on. Michaela didn't get it right either. It's three to one, uh, two to one still. Question number four. With spring break right around the corner, a travel expert says to never stay on the first floor of a hotel. What's the name of the profession of somebody who helps bring your bags to your room? The concierge. We're looking for bellhop? Yeah, bellhop Come concierge. Come on, people. Oh that'll, that'll arrange it's still two to one. Come on. Take care of your dry cleaning butt. <laughs> Number five, we don't talk about Bruno's Eclipsed Let It Go is Disney's biggest song of all time. Who voices Bruno in the Encanto movie? Is that Lin-Manuel Miranda? That's the wrong answer as well. Oh, my god! John Leguizamo? Oh, yeah. For the first time ever, Kara squeaks out a wind. Final score of two to one? <laughs> wow. I'll take Come it. on. Uh, McKaylin Hampton, are you smarter <laughs> than Kara? No. Kara, your new record, 1,216 wins and 39 losses, but this one gets a little asterisk. I'll still do a <laughs> Sorry, Michaela. It's okay. No cash, but you do get those tickets to see Train with Jewel and Blues Traveler on the AM Gold Tour, Solaris Amphitheater, Lakewood, June 28th. Tickets go on sale Friday the 25th. That's this Friday, LiveNation.com. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Tad Drucks and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.